Hey, DC, right now at VisionWorks, all prescription eyewear, every frame, every brand is 50% off. Yup, a nifty 50% thanks to our friends and family event. What's even better? It applies to both glasses and sunglasses. That's right. At the VisionWorks friends and family event, you can save 50% on all prescription eyewear. Why? Because we like you, DC. A lot. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. to Smalley Marriage Radio. This is your host, Michael Smalley. And folks, I've done it. This is my 28th straight day of podcasting. And if you are just now listening, you realize that I am sneaking this one in barely. So I am actually now in the mountains of Colorado. And I'm at a beautiful location. But before I get there, I've already forgotten what I'm supposed to be doing here at the beginning of my own stinking show. But folks, remember, leave a review. It helps me know you're listening. It helps the show get found. And while you're there leaving a review, might as well click all five stars because that's the right thing to do when leaving a review. So, you know, give it a shot. I would appreciate it. And then, hey, we have the new online course, which is the 28 Statements from Jesus that will transform your relationship. It'll be the link to it will be on this very podcast Episode. So go to smalleyinstitute.com and click on this very episode and sign up for the course. You get all the audio. It's dripped to you over the course of 28 days. You get the notes and you get all the scripture references. So sign up for the course and uh, just keep growing your relationship with Christ. Well, on the 28th day, this being a very special episode because it's the final one of 28 straight days. Have I said 28 enough? What day is it? Well, this is the 28th day. Oh, the 28th. I might not have clarified that very well. So that voice is none other than Dr. Greg Smalley, my big brother. And my IQ is 28 points higher than yours. Ah. <laughs> you would do that. Why would I allow you to record this last? This is a special episode. You're supposed to make me look intelligent. No, if anyone's ever listened to anything I've ever done, they kind of understand it. So, Greg, for my listening audience, if they don't know anything about you other than being my older brother, like what's one thing you want people to know about Dr. Greg Smalley? Well, I've been married 26 years to an amazing wife named Erin. Nice play. And we have four children. I have one son-in-law, and I run the marriage department at a small ministry called Focus on the Family. Yes. That tiny little ministry in Colorado Springs, that one? Nobody knows about it? That's one. We want to do a radio program someday. Not everybody can have a successful podcast. So Greg and I are actually, where are we? We're at Deer Valley Ranch. Yes. It's up near Buena Vista, Colorado in the mountains. And you are, I think, even on the board. I am. Are you allowed to say that publicly? Probably not. So we'll have to start over. Mafia conversation. (laughs) No, this is unbelievable. We, you know, I've, Smalley Institute has partnered with Compassion and Kevin Henson is coming in now. What? So just know we are literally recording the podcast. 
But no, I want you to be a part of it now. Sorry. You're in. Well, I mean, he, he feels obligated now. Oh, this is stuck. an exciting final episode. Dun, dun, dun. So Kevin Henson is now joining us. Hello, friends. And you work with? Compassion International. And we are in the mountains. It's beautiful up here. It's and great we got pastors and spouses and doing all sorts of cool stuff. That's right. They're so, square dancing right now. I just went and saw them. They're looking good. Wait, did you say a bunch of pastor people are square dancing? That's right, yeah. Can we, do we have to edit that out or anything? Compassion so is amazing. <laughs> wow. So, all right, so... I've told you, Kevin, what I've been doing, 28 straight days of podcasting about specific statements from Jesus that can help transform your relationship. Here's the last one. And since you guys are much smarter and wiser than me, Kevin is, yeah. is a pastor really for 20 years, 20, 20 plus 21 years, years. Right. 21 years. Greg is Greg. You're genius, a genius. genius. So here's the statement from Christ. It's in Matthew 23, 11, And this is the final one, guys. So... Like, you really need to bring it. All right. All right. The statement is Matthew 23, 11, and the greatest among you must be a servant. Mm. Ooh. Boy, that's a good one for marriage. That's true. Well, in any relationship. Yeah. And so, obviously, and I've chosen specifically to end with this one because in my opinion, that's kind of the greatest act of love you can do for someone to influence them in a positive way or to help turn things around is just be a servant. I don't, you guys are both staring yeah. at me like oh, oh, suddenly we, you're afraid it, to talk. No, it's dumbfounded it, by the truth of it all. It's, it, and it's embarrassing how how hard that can be. And yeah. I, I remember one time, I'll never forget walking into our, our kitchen. And so Aaron was there, so I'm coming home from work. She's there with the kids. And it just seemed chaotic. Mm. And and so I, I just know, I mean, food's you know, crazy. She's trying to manage that. The kids are fighting. It's kind of that bewitching it's a hour. Witching hour exactly. you know? yeah. and, and so, noticing that because I'm super relationally savvy, I could see that <laughs> that she's worn out, stressed out. And so I simply said, "Hey, how can I help?" That sounds like a right good question. Yeah. Going see, along to, with trying to be yeah. trying to be a servant. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget her response was, "You know what? You're a big boy. Why don't you look around and <laughs> jump in where you see <laughs> the help is mean. needed?" And I was so offended because oh, yeah. I was like, oh, "I am totally serving oh, you." Really? And and I can't believe you'd snap at me. <laughs> and and her statement though, so radically changed my marriage because I realized that there was a way in which I was showing up like that. That's your job. This is my job. That's your job. And so when it comes to your job, I'll I'll just be kind today in this moment to help out in some way. And and what it, what it helped me to understand is I I think to, to, to be a servant, there's gotta be in way, in a way that, that you show up, totally responsible mm-hmm. like this is that statement i think is about responsibility mm-hmm. versus just simply okay out of the goodness of my heart i'll help in any way but then it's still going to be all your job later on and i think what it did is it, it helped me to understand christ's statement in a way that 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 I, I need to take responsibility to then live that out and or so how be that, a servant and not Act like a servant. Totally, exactly. Yeah. And I think, exactly. like in that situation, it's almost like, from her perspective, it didn't really matter. 
Like there's so much yeah. going on that like, what do you want me to do? You're trying to be helpful. What do you want me to do? Pick the thing. She's like, at this point, it doesn't matter. Anything, yeah. any way you can serve in whatever capacity is going to help me out in this situation. Well, and I think it, exactly in, in the way she heard that was that this is all really your job. Yeah. And right. I'm just being, I'm just being such yeah, a kind exactly dude, right, right. you know, That's oh, and, yeah, and sure. it, and what it helped me to do, especially around our house is to not, is to, to own that, to be responsible and, and, and to, to jump in. But, but I will still ask her, Hey, hey what is, as I'm equally responsible here, but, but guide me, like what, what would be the best way right. that, that oh. I could jump in? Or is there a better place for me to really and you be just, responsible? You just started going down the road. Cause I was going to do a little pushback, not major pushback. But a little bit of pushback, because I I tell people, well, I tell people consistently, it it ain't my job to be able to read your mind and figure out what your needs are. Now, my job is to be a servant and to be open and to ask the question, hey, you know, Kevin, I see you're stressed out, or my wife Amy, like Amy, you're stressed out, and and so I was going to say it's not necessarily wrong to ask how can I help. No, but what I love about the point is because imagine now that someone's listening to this and they're like, okay. And they're in the same scenario. And they go, I listen to that podcast, so I charge into the kitchen and I start doing the dishes. And then they get yelled at. Yeah. Because what their wife really wanted was to take the kids and get them out of the home right. so the right. chaos stopped, right? So, it, but here's, so here's the thing that hit me really hard. If you're, if you're working at following Christ, then usually the natural outcome of that is your heart does become more servant oriented. Now, some of them, some people like me, tend to be, you know, nat- naturally more self centered. Yeah, I want so, to be served. Is your yeah, basically. <laughs> so I've had to work or, like it's a very overtime. passive. It's it, oftentimes that servant minded almost feels passive. Yeah, like, I'll just right. wait. I'll hold back right, until right. you tell me or yeah. some. There, there's a way in which oh, I was showing good. up, yeah. not being responsible. To, to serve my wife, to serve my right. family. But if your heart is to be a servant, mm-hmm. so if you're working on being a servant and not acting like one, right. Right. then even in that scenario, and you go in with a good heart, and you're like, I'm going to start doing it, and that doesn't go over well, if I want to be one, then I go, oh my gosh, yay, yeah, what Whatever you want to do. What can I do? Yeah, Just get totally. the kid, as opposed to now getting defensive get and right, going, exactly. oh my I gosh. I tried to help him, look what you did. I'm yeah. such a and, good and husband. I do ask, Aaron, how how can I help? Yeah. But but it's it it's from a different posture on my yeah, standpoint. from being. So there, and, and again, and I'm talking especially uniquely right. within my marriage. It's not my job, so right. then I'll I'll help. Quotes not big, or but but now I show up differently. Mm-hmm. Well, so that that's made a big difference for me. I have some, you know, when Jesus was making this statement, um, you know, this is obviously in Matthew twenty three, and he, he kind of starts off twenty three right where he's coming hard after the Pharisees and yeah. the religious leaders and those people. And, and I've said this on plenty of the episodes on this 28 day journey that, you know, I used to think Jesus was angry. Like I would like, frankly, where I've been convicted doing all these shows focused on Christ mm. is I've realized I can be crazy, angry and judgmental condemning towards pharmaceutical type people. I know. And that's how I, Kevin project. And I felt that. Yeah. Well, cause Kevin, you're both so. 
Highly pharisaical. <laughs> no. So, so, but like when you, you know, you know, guys, like, let's crucify him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when Jesus is like coming after those guys and you, yeah, he's you know, vipers and you're like, ah, and you're the worst and you're worse than this tax collector. I always, I kind of projected my own issue. Mm. And, and I think what I've started to discover, and I'm just curious on your guys' thought is that I think Jesus was trying to get their attention in a desperate manner because it's the people whose hearts aren't in it, but the pride, they think they're in. And they're going to get a real big surprise on that day. And now I'm starting to feel like, okay, he was probably just desperate and going, wake up. Because that's a really dangerous position to be in, to think that I'm in the right place and actually, and that's Greg, That's why, like, just your example there with Aaron, I think is that's kind of the point. Is maybe even with Aaron was thinking, dude, this is yeah. this is I hard to be woken up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really shaking hard on that one. Yeah, yeah. to go. And it worked. I, mean, I was offended until really hearing her, and then it made sense, and I, I realized that yeah, that is kind of what I do. Yeah. Well, it's there's your three, responsibility. I'll just help. Yeah, that there's three of different. us here. Who votes that Greg's a jerk? <laughs> I, Greg has his own yeah, hands. Up. Hey, that was, pure that was unanimous. That was, pure that was a unanimous thing. I get All right. confused. So, guys, I got, you know, so the statement is about if you really want to trans, that's what this whole thing's been, this journey has been about, you know, these statements from Christ really can transform your relationship. That's right. So what does, you know, I have some qualities here in my notes, but I know that you guys probably would disagree with all of them. <laughs> Most likely. Even though I have really good scriptural references for them. <laughs> but what, like, for you guys, I'd be curious, what are the qualities of a healthy servant? Like, mm-hmm. so someone yeah. who's not codependent and right. someone who needs a wake-up call, but, like, what would the qualities be of a healthy servant? And, and if you need to cheat, you can look at yeah. my notes. I think it's, yeah, I, I think first and foremost, it's, it's, it's got a come from humility. So, I mean, if, if you're looking for what's the evidence of being a servant, I think it's going to be humility because like this, this past weekend, um, Aaron had a speaking. So we, we teach marriage seminars and she speaks at women's events. So, so I went with her to work her book table at a, at a women's event. You did? Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, so she was the star. She was you know, teaching did an amazing job and I'm just sitting there at the book table. I'm somebody too. (laughs) And again, in my mind, it was, I'll serve you. I'll I'll do your book table. But I just, I found myself multiple times going, this kind of stinks. Like it's, Mm. it's way more fun to be up on the stage and have people feel important going, Oh, how awesome you are. And look what you said versus now who's that guy behind the, the book table. And, and so I think I, to what I notice is that awkwardly really to, staring at the woman speaker. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's creeping on her. What is that? So it just, it made me realize you, you have to, humility had to be there. I mean, I had to humble myself to go, you know what? That's all right. I will work this book table and I'll do a good job. I'll sell a lot of her books yeah. and then I'll go get to sleep with the star. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is kind that. of a sexy is thing. Right? Oh yeah. It's a podcast. Okay. We could cuss. <laughs> no, we can't cuss. I can't put so the humility e. out is, is one thing that hits me. All right, Kevin, you no, got I anything? Think, yeah, no, I just, I mean, you're not allowed to agree with Greg. Oh, come on. That's, no, a, that's such an agreeable to, point. You need to I mean, slam your fist exactly. on the table and humility. That's all. It's all He's about humility. He's an idiot. 
No, I, I do think that's that's got to be key because it's not. I think when you're serving in the purest form, right? I mean, we all serve to an extent, but unfortunately, we're human. There's selfish motives in there. We want to get credit or whatever it is like that. When you think about Jesus serving nature, he did. I mean, he he served to the point of giving his life. I mean, right? I mean, to the to the ultimate extreme. And, yeah. and are we willing to, to do that? I mean, are we willing to make that kind of sacrifice? You know. So I think. I think servantness is the humility that could lead to great sacrifice, you know, and it's very rarely that any of us would be called to sacrifice our life for that, but certainly in marriage, you know, you're sacrificing things. You each do that, right? Well, like, even in that example, when I, you know, kind of was like, wait a minute, you know, you might go and try to do something from a good place in your heart, but Christ over and over and over again is like, no, but I want you to serve her or him. When they don't deserve it, right, when they're right. not being nice, when they don't appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. obviously you could have gotten defensive like, wow. And you could have refused a moment where the Holy Spirit convicted you and went, wow, actually, yeah. she might have a point And it's more about this thing than that thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if for the true disciple of Christ, are you willing to serve? Because it's easy for me to help out Kevin. Because we've been friends forever, and he, he made, he's, he's a nice guy. Because he's just kind of mean. No, <laughs> you, you don't. You gotta like. He's a handsome man. <laughs> he's very, very I was rugged like around him. He's rugged, that, that rugged. He's got look. like that speckly yeah. beard, like yeah. gray and dark. And just there. for men commercials, be great yeah, yeah, it would be. I'm not I'll post a picture of Kevin for all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, please don't. It's not gonna don't hurt him. Yeah, no, you're right. But, though, but yeah. yeah, like. It really yeah, matters to be a servant yeah. when they're yeah. because that's what Christ that's, did. Yeah, that's right. Because you said Christ sacrificed. Well, he didn't sacrifice for a bunch of good people. Right. He sacrificed for a bunch of dead, yeah. condemned, yeah. to an eternity separated from God people who did not earn it. Not deserve it. Which, which in a lot of ways, I love that verse that says, "Serve wholeheartedly." Mm. So mm. even in the midst of when when people don't deserve it or when. You know, when, when it's our pride is there and this is beneath me, I, I love Christ's encouragement there that if we're, if, if, if you're going to serve, don't do it with a bad attitude. Don't do it. But, you know, like, I mean, I could have done that. that well, maybe I was doing some at the book table, <laughs> sulking. Yeah. And just first. going, this is so yeah. not glamorous. But that's and, natural. Yeah. But those who are in Christ yeah. can't get comfortable in that space. Yeah. So I you might that, go there. I that. Wholehearted. Yeah. I mean, get, give it everything. everything yeah. Okay, yeah. K- K- Kevin, you need to understand. He just used the word wholehearted like quite a few times. A few times, yeah. Yeah, because they have a book uh, called The Wholehearted oh, Marriage. I think I need to get that book. He's promoting his own resources on my podcast. <laughs> it'll, it'll triple the value of garage sales. So <laughs> it will. It really will. Yeah. to 75 cents if you're lucky. Wholehearted, well, though, that's such a great it is. word. Mm-hmm. The Especially wholehearted, the like a wholehearted marriage. See? Yeah. Like Greg Smalley's wholehearted, wholehearted marriage. It's on Amazon, <laughs> available today. Exactly. Should and, be on your website, but well, I'm not offended at all that it's not there. I, in, in one of my little points, I had my notes that literally neither of you even glanced at, so whatever. <laughs> one of these qualities of being like a Christ-like, oh, wow. They just tried to high-five and it <laughs> failed horribly. I, in the video, I did get slapped in the face. White so. Always can't jump. <laughs> so one of the qualities too was willingness, and that, that kind of fits in here. Ephesians six six and seven says, "Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you." As slaves of Christ, do the will of God with all your heart. 
work with enthusiasm. As though, really? You got wholehearted in there. I am reading God's word. What is wrong with you? Work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than just for people. And that's that Christ-focused heart. So, look, you're not going to be a very good servant if Jesus isn't at the center. If your eyes and, and focus aren't on him, then you'll get off the prize. You'll be like, how dare you? Well, I think that's a good exercise, right, is to say who we're serving and when we're serving. If we can just be thinking about that as, I'm, you know, it's my wife or it's my kids or it's a friend. If I can project that that's Jesus I'm serving, you know, because that's what I'm doing. I'm serving because of Jesus. So it says serve those like you would serve him. So if I can just kind of get out of mind and go, well, I'm not going to do that because she made me mad. So I'm not going to serve her this way. But if I can say, that's, I see Jesus in her, and I need to serve that aspect of her. So I sometimes I have to get away from, it's my wife or my kids or a friend or whatever it is, and say, that's Jesus I'm serving. I think that would help change our perspective on that a bit, you know? It does. And, and, and I think you should do that wholeheartedly, quite honestly. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I was like, they're going to get it in. It's in the Bible. Stop Many more times. No, and, and it's God's word. It's Jesus saying it. It's true. Oh, I, Kevin and I are now moving away from Greg at this moment out of fear. Lightning is coming. Lightning is coming. You didn't hear what you said, did you? What did I say? Nothing. I just wanted you to get nervous oh. for a second. Yeah, because I'm capable of saying so that could get me smited. I got to admit, I never had anybody be able to do these with me because I've been like up at the crack of dawn and it's been insane. Mm. But for the 28th day in a row of podcasting, this was special. That's you fine. guys bring insight. A little, is this on your notes? Stop a lying. Too. We just followed exactly, <laughs> exactly. what you had. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't on my notes. And so I don't know. Maybe I... What would be a way, and I'll just ask this to you guys because maybe I'll get an idea as we go to close this final one. Um, well, like, How would each of you or one of you, what, what would you say was maybe even your own secret to sort of that genuinely falling in love with Jesus where now you get that gift of the Holy Spirit and you, you know, I, and I know you both obviously very well. And I get to see the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your lives and how you treat people and how, you know, just all the stuff you do. So what was it that maybe was that turning point or that sort of aha moment when you really kind of go, I'm starting to follow him like this feels real Mm. as opposed to, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I do get irritated when people are like, I started, you know, they have a date because they prayed a prayer and for me, I realized, because I grew up in a Christian home, that I don't think I really figured it out till yeah. much later. I mean, I think I claimed to be, but I really wasn't. I didn't even know what most of his commands were. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you're going to love me, obey my commands. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, for me, um, there was a moment when I, I read a book. It was called um, Sacred Pathways. It's by Gary Thomas. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the book is that it gave me a freedom to, to and, and almost permission, like this was okay, to really get clear on how I loved to, to connect with the Lord. And because I, I think just growing up, like we used to watch Dad, and, and Dad had a very unique way of connecting with God. And we'd find him on his knees, and he was up at the crack of dawn, really digging in the scripture. And in my walk looked very different, and I often felt 
inferior mm-hmm. and 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 it really it impacted me and something about that book showed me no i like to connect with god especially in the outdoors where we're at up yeah. in the mountains on the hiking trail i just feel so close to god or especially for for me a love intellectually to connect with god really digging into scripture and understanding just just looking at Greek and Hebrew and just really understand it like the like that it it finally was legitimized for me in a way that really freed me up to 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 wholeheartedly oh. pursue him in a I way will never use that word <laughs> ever in a, in a way that was unique to me and so there's again I mean that's unfortunate that it it had to come that mm. way, but but there was a way in which just learning how I really like to connect with him, and that that was okay, and it looks different than probably how you guys like to do that, yeah. but that's still so that gave me a freedom just to to be who I am with him, and that and that and that was a game him. changer for yeah. me. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, you know, I, probably similar to you guys, grew up in the church, you know, grew, going to church, still in this moment. You know, but when I reflect back and think about, you know, when I moved out of, I was in business and I moved into ministry at a church um, in the town that I lived in. And just, I think the, when God called me into vocational ministry and just the, and started serving the people that God called me to serve and work with them and just seeing the struggles that people faced every day, you know, to, yeah. to live. I mean, because, you know, it was one of those deals that, you know, get, grew up in the church. He struggled with the quiet time thing. Like, how do I get a good rhythm of that? Similarly, I used to watch my grandfather and grandmother every night until they basically died, like on their knees, praying at the yeah. end of their bed until they couldn't get on their knees anymore. And I just saw that and go, man, I wish I had that kind of commitment. Yeah. You know, to just this pursuit. And so high school, college, kind of struggle in and out of, you know, having a solid kind of quiet time. Then I think when I was tasked with, you know, vocational ministry and just felt the burden of that, of serving people and recognizing they were just like me. They struggled. And, and now how do I, how do, how does God use me to lead them? And so I just really felt like, man, I've got to up my game, right? Like I've got to, and not to put on some short show, but this is who God's called me to be. And so, it made me think differently about the way that I studied scripture and because people ask you questions like, what does this mean? I'm like, I don't know. I'm don't still know. learning too, you know, so I don't I read the Bible. Exactly. Don't come to me. I don't even think that's in the Bible. Yeah, that's right. Jesus so, wept. He did that? not. He didn't do that. Turning over tables. What? <laughs> so I just, I felt like I just had this different, you know, responsibility to, to really dig in a bit. And that doesn't mean that that's a pastor, only a pastor's job. I mean, no matter if you're listening to this podcast and you're not ministry necessarily, uh, vocational ministry, I believe every Christian's in full-time ministry. Right. You know, we all, we have people around us, whether it's our, our spouse, our kids, our family that look to us because they know that we're followers of Christ. And we just feel like, man, we got to up our game a little bit. And so I think that was the thing for me that just weighed heavy that God said, I put you in a position you know, in, in my case, it was a pastor. In your case, it may be a husband or a wife or a father, whatever it is that God's put you in. And he's saying, hey, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Let's step into this and really live this out. So yeah. follow me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so and follow me wholeheartedly. It's just important. Oh, they got it again. <laughs> got one more in. I got to get one more full circle. This show just accept it. is ruined. <laughs> and I will not actually play it on this podcast. <laughs> How about They'll you? never know. The title, the wholehearted yeah, so. 28th day. Well, here's what I love about my inner circle or my community, my family, my friends, is like Kevin literally was walking in the door, had no clue what we were doing, <laughs> sat down and like brought it. Uh, and true. then there's Greg. 
who always, I needed always hours of prep. Hopeless. And, yeah, no. And <laughs> he was like, I'll do it with you. Sheets. I know. <laughs> so I think you guys have you've made this a very special 28th day in a row. Mm. So thank you guys for coming on. I always deeply not, appreciate it. Whatever. Yeah, and thank always you, not. Compassion, and thank you, Deer Valley Ranch, mm-hmm. and thank you, Focus, on, focus the on the Family. Focus on the Family. See, we're all in the fight together. That's right. Yeah, I just didn't know if Focus allowed you to mention you were with them when you're with me, <laughs> because That's I bring true. a lot of shame <laughs> and embarrassment to the world. I should have thought that. That's why I was hesitating. I wanted yeah, to give you a way out. out yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh boy. We'll just yeah put a beep over that. That's right. So <laughs> listen, everybody. Hang with it. Uh, sign up for the, the course that's right here on this podcast episode's page. And keep digging in to Christ's words because he transforms you. He totally transforms you. And he will wholeheartedly <laughs> heal your relationships. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.